millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from a throwaway account and says, Husband, 37 male, moved in his siblings without even letting me, 32 female, know. All of our future plans have basically been thrown away and I'm heartbroken. Husband and I have been married for five years. For some context, his siblings, twins, male, female, early 20s, are underdeveloped physically and mentally. They can take care of themselves as far as wiping themselves, going to the bathroom and feeding themselves, but they are rather weak, having brittle and fragile bones. And combined with their mental maturity, which is similar to that of about a 12 to 13 year old, they have to be monitored, cooked for, assisted with going upstairs, moving around for long distances, etc. They can't take care of themselves financially because of all this. All of this I knew while we were dating but they were being cared for by a team of nurses and caregivers at the time, not in our home. But about a few months ago, the team was all fired. My husband told me that he was planning to move them in, and about a week or so later, they were moved in, along with a new team. I had no say or even much of a heads up about any of it. The house suddenly became full of staff. Someone was always there. Our privacy was basically snatched away. My husband already has a busy schedule, He's a doctor and on call a lot, and now I feel like we barely have time to ourselves. I'm competing with everything and everyone. We were about to start a family now that we were all settled. Things were good between us, but now everything has been thrown into chaos, and I don't know how to feel. I feel almost a sense of grief. I feel like I have no control of anything. I feel like he just threw away our future and plans, as cruel as that may sound. We had a talk and everything was pointing towards a divorce. But I just feel so bitter. I feel like he's just giving up. He feels like I'm not being thoughtful enough. I love him more than anything and I want to salvage our marriage if I can. Before just making any snap decisions. Any advice is appreciated. Edit. Also I should say, his parents are estranged. I've never met them. Not even before we married. He cut them off a while ago. For a very understandable reason. And in the comments, Ernest says, from your comments below, there sounds like a bit of missing info. Like his siblings were likely being abused in some manner in the previous situation, and he's only just found out. If that's the case, it is still not okay to override your input, but he's likely dealing with both guilt and fear. I'd say you both need counseling to see if there is a setup he'll be comfortable with. Moving forward, they can both live with. Otherwise, he is likely going to decide that their care comes before your marriage and you will have to decide if you want to stay in it. Catalina says, you said he had a very good reason for firing the last staff. Probably he now feels he needs oversight before he can trust new staff. After some monitoring, will he ever be comfortable leaving his sibling with staff outside of your home like before? Can he hide cameras like he is doing now in your home? 
you need to know how permanent the situation is. As you said, his parents were not trustworthy and are not in the picture. His siblings are his responsibility. Seems like legally, ethically, and in his heart. If the actions of the old staff have made it impossible for him to let his siblings live separately, then you need to decide what you can live with. You have said his siblings are mentally children and physically very fragile. Obviously, they can't care for themselves. I don't think it is fair to say your husband willfully changed your situation. He never wanted his siblings abused and his trust violated. He clearly didn't plan that. He's doing the best he can in a bad situation. There are professional guardians. There's something you can look into if you want your situation to change. Is there a safe institution they can be in? Is there a trustworthy guardian who can oversee their care and caregivers? Also, your husband is responsible for his siblings, but you are not. You can look into dwellings that are adjacent but not shared, like a duplex or a mother-in-law suite, where your husband can be close in monitoring, but you can have a home and potentially children in your own space. Or you can leave him if his expectation is to live in the same home with his siblings and their caretakers forevermore. Good luck. Throwaway says this would not be good for me. I feel like there could be some sort of compromise. It all sounds expensive, but also sounds like he can afford it. Can you do something where there are areas of the house that no staff are allowed? Can you remodel the whole basement with kitchen, living room, etc. so you can have privacy? I know that wasn't your only concern, but surely there's families out there that are caretaking parents or other family members. Anyway, maybe you can ask on the caretaker sub or something. Maybe you're right and it's all over, but personally, I think if your marriage was good before, it might be worth trying to figure this out. Crystal Queen says divorce is the only option. He made a life-changing decision without even discussing it with you. What happens when he fires the staff and expects you to take care of them full-time? Don't have kids with him and get out whilst you can. And one more comment from Muck Susie who says, I'm sorry about your situation. It is not acceptable and your husband is taking zero responsibility for his completely inappropriate decision to proceed without getting your approval. Honestly, I just can't think of any way that you get past this. Maybe try marriage counseling. I suppose it could be possible to arrange your life so that you go away for the weekend a couple of times per month and you make your relationship a priority. But please, no children for at least five years. Even if this improves temporarily, you need to make sure that he has made a fundamental and permanent change before you start a family. Then, OP updates the post and says, After taking everyone's thoughts into consideration and taking some time to myself to think, I sat down with my husband when he was off call and I told him I wanted to talk about everything that's happened. He told me that he wanted to talk too. And we had a raw heart-to-heart about everything. We discussed the main issue that I mentioned in my previous post. I told him that I felt hurt about him not consulting or even telling me about what was going on. And he sincerely apologized for it, telling me that he wasn't thinking about much else other than the situation, which I understood, even if it still made me feel a certain way. But then he told me that he needed to be honest to me about something, that he understood that it may affect things between us that the whole situation with his siblings and their previous care team made him realize it even more. He became very blunt. He told me that while he loves me more than anything, he loves them more and that he has to put them first from now on, above anything. He told me that he couldn't handle anything else happening and that everything he's done, the cameras moving in the staff, was necessary. And while this of course hurt for me to hear, even though I understand, like I have for this whole situation, I realized some things. He might have acted selfishly at first, even if it was understandable, but my reaction could have been better, I admit. He was breaking down right in front of me, 
reliving trauma that reminded him of his childhood. I was too busy in my own feelings to offer any true support. I felt awful about that. I didn't mention much of it in the previous post, but his parents were truly awful people. Their neglect caused the undeveloped slash regressed state of the twins in the first place. If he hadn't taken care of them while they were small, they possibly wouldn't have survived. They were very attached to him, almost like a small child with their parent. As painful as it was, I accepted that I couldn't come before their relationship. I did know about his legal obligation before we became married, so I obviously knew they were important to him. I have no bitter feelings towards the two. They're innocent in this situation and are very precious in their ways in general. As far as our future plans, we agreed that we'd wait a few years, three at the max, before truly deciding if we wanted to have a child or not. We were on the fence, but I was falling in love with the idea of motherhood, perhaps more than I realized. He was also very receptive about having designated areas that were staff only and me only. It's already been implemented a bit. There's still more things to out in place. And I'm feeling a lot better about that already. And lastly, I realized that this may seem like the fool's option to some, many who jump straight to divorce. But now I know all the facts and where he stands, so anything that may happen from now on will be completely on me. I feel hopeful in my decision and not wanting to give up. For him and the marriage that I still value so much, I am willing to give it a try and try to adjust to our new normal. Thank you to everyone who helped me. Final edit. Thank you, everyone. I'm logging out from this account now. I appreciated some of the advice more than others, but everyone's opinions were still read. Overall, I'm content with my decision and looking forward to seeing what the future might bring for us. Whether we have children or not, with the resources that we have, I'm sure we will work things out. We both know where the other stands and what we've gotten into. That conversation we will revisit when we make our decision. We love each other, whether some choose to believe it or not. Thanks again. And now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. And our next story comes in several parts across the relationship subreddit and the True Off My Chest subreddit as well, starting titled Sharing Interests May 31st. My wife and I have been married for three beautiful years. Problem is, she doesn't enjoy my hobbies as much as I do. The missus used to happily join me on adventures such as camping or fishing. Now she won't so much as go on a simple hike with me. We have a seven-year-old and since the kiddo, these adventures have been a little tough to plan and follow through with. 
which I understand, but it can be hard on me. I like to get out at least once a week to clear the mind, but now that's been reduced to around once a month. She's upset every time I leave on a quick trip to the Rockies, etc., because I'm not helping enough with the kid. I've told her numerous times they should both come along, but she never agrees to this as she no longer enjoys those type of things. Should I give up on the sights I love to see, the adventures I can't help but indulge in? I do want to be there for my family, but I can't cut these things out of my life forever. But that's what she expects of me. Advice is greatly appreciated. Someone asked OP how often his wife gets to have time without the kid and OP says she has girls weekends slash nights out around once a week to every other week. She just doesn't like camping anymore and she definitely doesn't like me camping either. She for sure does most of the hard work with our child as I have a job and I greatly appreciate her for it. When she does go out with the ladies, I'm there for kiddo and if she needs a break, there I am. It's no problem. I just want to camp more is all. Around a month later, OP comes up with a post titled, My wife cheated on me and says it's not her fault. This past weekend, the kiddo and I went on a two-day camping trip for some father-son bonding time. My wife doesn't like camping herself at all anymore and doesn't even appreciate our kid and I going. This is a big hobby for me and I want to share with my son. Usually we argue a lot about my trips, especially if I request to bring our child. But this time, she was oddly cooperative about the whole thing but still insists she wouldn't join us. I was surprised but didn't question anything because I was so excited that she was finally allowing us to go and I didn't want her to change her mind. I thought we had finally found a common ground and the arguments were ending. I was wrong. We had a great trip and returned back on Monday. We expected to come home to an empty house as my wife should have been at her office for a few more hours. I walked the kid up to his room as he was exhausted and ready for a nap after I walked into our bedroom to find a naked man in my bed. I recognized him as my wife's co-worker, whom I have met numerous times at her work functions. At first, I was in disbelief and even wondered if I was in the right house. Then my wife walked out of our bathroom, also naked, and I had no more doubts. She looked petrified when she saw me. I've never been so angry. I yelled at the dude to get out of my house so I could speak to my wife. He grabbed his clothes and left. Then we started arguing. I never yelled at my wife. We always want to keep things civil for our son, but I was so hurt, I was screaming. Then my wife decides to get defensive, saying it's not her fault that I'm barely around and camp so much, even though I hardly go on trips anymore because she doesn't like it. She says, that's what drove me to this. You're neglect to this family. I was in tears at that point. I just don't understand how her cheating could be my fault. When I turned around to leave, my son was standing in the doorway and I felt terrible for yelling. I quickly consoled him, but my wife snapped at me again, telling me to get my hands off him. Now she won't speak to me and says, I can't see my child until I apologize. Apologize for what? She said we could go on this trip. She planned to cheat and that kills me. It makes me wonder if she has done this before. I'm stuck staying with my parents right now and I don't know what to do. I want to see my son. I'm worried. I really scared my child and of course I would apologize to him. Just not my wife, but maybe it is my fault. Update, I'm back home now and decided it was best to get here ASAP. Things are quiet, but I'm relieved to be back in the same space as my son. Thank you all for your advice and kind words. It means so much. I keep you all updated if you'd like. Edit, thank you all again for the support. I appreciate it. Sorry I can't reply to everyone. There's a lot of you and things are tough right now. But thank you so much. 
In the case of any confusion, I am Canadian. Just over a week later, OP says, this is a follow-up to my last post about my cheating wife. For the past week, I've been working with a lawyer to initiate the process of divorce and gaining full custody of my son, with the exception of visitation for now until more is resolved. Things were awkward and tense for the first few days of me being back home, so my wife, using wife to keep things simple and identities private, decided to stay with a guy I found naked with her. I'm disappointed at the example she's setting for our son, but this makes my decision to divorce even more concrete. I will continue to share as much as I can if that's what people would like, but of course, court has its confidentialities that I must keep within the boundaries of. I want to thank everyone for the continued support you have all shown me throughout this tough time in my life. I really do appreciate it. Edit. I just want to note, please don't just blame women slash use the situation to be misogynistic. Around 20 days later, Opie says, My now ex-wife revealed she is pregnant with a man she cheated with and no longer wants to see our child. This is another and most likely final update about my ex. See my past post for more information if you'd like. I expected my last update to be final post regarding my marriage, but this felt like a necessary thing to share. Last week, I received several texts from my ex saying she was pregnant with an unknown man's child, obviously meaning she cheated with multiple other people before the one I found out about. She said she plans to keep the baby and start a family with her co-worker. Other posts have context. She also mentioned that she wouldn't be fighting me for custody of our son. I told her I would be willing to split the custody or at least keep visitation rights for the sake of the kiddo, but she insisted she didn't care about that anymore. I'm honestly in awe. I'm shocked she has given up on everything about the family we had, but I am most hurt for my son. At the end of the day, she isn't worth wasting any more of my energy on. I've been spending every moment I can with my kid and will continue to do so. I'm starting to feel more like myself again. I can't wait to get back into adventures and nature. I'd like to say a final thanks to everyone for the support and encouragement. I will always be grateful for that. Bias out. And now. Someone did ask a question to OP on this when they said any update on the divorce and OP just replied she was lying about the pregnancy. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? And let's have one more story. And someone pointed out this story to me over on the subreddit. And um, it's titled from a throwaway account, Am I the a-hole for telling my 13-year-old niece the truth about Santa Claus? I, female 30, have a niece who is 13. Up until a week ago, she still believed in Santa. I asked her parents, my brother and sister-in-law, if she was just pretending to still believe to make them feel bad or maybe to get more gifts or something. But they were adamant she still believed. Last Christmas Eve, I was at their house for dinner and she kept saying things like, I'm so excited for Santa to come tonight and telling me everything she had asked him for and wondering what country he was in at that very moment. She doesn't have any younger siblings, so it's not like she was saying this for anybody else's benefit. She is a smart girl and does well in school and has no developmental delays that I know of. She just, for whatever reason, still believed in Santa at age 13. Her parents didn't seem to have an issue with it. They said they absolutely did not want to tell her the truth and ruin the magic of Christmas. Plus, they said it was beneficial for them because believing in Santa would encourage her to be good in the hopes of getting better presents slash not getting coal. I love my niece a lot and after agonizing over this for some time, I felt it might be necessary to tell her the truth. If her parents were refusing. I remember how brutal middle school girls can be. I mean, she had to be the only girl at her school who still believed in Santa. If it somehow got out that she still believed, 
and she got teased or bullied. That could be brutal and awful for her. Wasn't it better to hear from her aunt than some mean girl or guy? So a week ago, I told her the truth. I tried to do it in a gentle way, explaining that what Santa represents, the spirit of Christmas, is very real, but there wasn't actually a guy with flying reindeer going to every kid's house in one night to deliver presents. She didn't say much and got a bit teary-eyed, but she did reach out to me a few days later and let me know that she appreciated me telling her the truth. Her parents, however, are furious at me and not talking to me. I feel like I did the right thing, but I know it was against her parents' wishes. Am I the a-hole? And we're going to start off with Scary Butterscotch who says you're the a-hole. One, not your kid. Two, kids believe in Santa for a long time after they stop believing because it's fun. My father had this conversation with me when I was 12 and I was devastated. Of course, I knew that Santa wasn't real, but I loved the fun of pretending. After the conversation, it felt stupid to pretend for the sake of pretending. Ruined the magic. With my nephew, we had a conversation about how Santa isn't real, but we all love pretending he was real. We agreed to continue believing together, and we still have fun. He's 14. Do you see the difference? You've not given your niece the space to continue having fun. Dazed says you're the a-hole. Not your child, not down to you to parent her and decide things like this. Yes, it's a bit unusual, but it wasn't doing anyone any harm and didn't need your interference. Reddit is a says, what are all these comments? Kid is fucked if she thinks Santa is real at 13. There was a dude I knew when I was in middle school and some of the kids found out he thought Santa was real. He was relentlessly bullied. It was terrible. Not the a-hole all the way. If anything, you're saving her. Kids can be really mean sometimes. Okay, Eb says, I don't care that I'm going to get downvoted to hell. This needs to be said clearly. Opie, you are absolutely not the a-hole. You were open and honest with your niece and she appreciated it. You were looking out for her when her parents were setting her up to be bullied. Plus, now she knows that she can trust you with things she wouldn't tell her parents. Jen Stegader says, not the a-hole. Did none of the other commenters go to public school? 13 is the age that they start teaching you sex ed in school. It's way too old to still be believing in Santa and she absolutely will be bullied for that because middle school kids are brutal. There comes a point where our kid starts to grow up, as much as their parents would like to keep them an innocent child forever. Teaching a kid that age to believe in magic like that erodes their critical thinking and cognitive reasoning skills. And before you know it, they'll be believing everything they see on Fox News. <laughs> and one more from Kubu says everyone sucks here. I think she may be past the point where it's developmentally appropriate to believe in Santa, her parents should have probably had this conversation with her a few years ago. You had good intentions, but it's not really your place, so I get why her parents were mad. But you were just trying to be a good auntie. We all overstep sometimes. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me, so... Thank you once again, and hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.